I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very, very much. And thank you, my friend, for tuning in. I don't know your name because I can't see your face, but I'm proud to have you as a listener, and I'm glad that you are here. John Peters and I have been friends for more than 40 years. He worked at another chain of nurseries at that point. And uh, he and uh, several others who founded Callaway's were working there. And they took me aside one day and said, we're going to open a a nursery called Callaway's. And we'll have several locations. But we'll be based in Dallas, Fort Worth. And therefore, we're going to be what you always suggest for folks, Neil, a local independent retail garden center. That's why I'm proud to have them as a sponsor here. The sponsor of this hour, they've been that for many, many years. Please, when you go into Callaway starting at 9 today, they open at 9, let the manager know or the assistant manager that you appreciate their sponsorship. Good morning and welcome to our program. Mike Bass is in the other studio just a little ways down the hall and he is answering the phones and running the boards and doing everything that requires intellect. I, on the other hand, am answering garden questions and There are times that requires a little intellect. It also requires patience as I wait for your phone calls. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now, won't you please? 800-288-9227. We always begin the program with a visit with Steve Huddleston, the public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Yes, uh, and before we go to Steve, yes, this is the time to make your application of pre-emergence, maybe not now before the rain that we're hoping we get, uh, but uh, soon thereafter, between the 25th of August and the 5th of September. I'll have more to say about that in just a minute, but uh, in the meanwhile, uh, I hope that you'll uh, get out and get it bought sometime in the next few days, uh, and uh, then we'll, uh, we will talk about it. Uh, it also is uh, a time when you can begin thinking about fertilizing your lawn. Once again, you should do that after uh, the weather breaks just a little bit and after uh, we get uh, through this rainy period. So let's uh, begin the program with our visit with Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanic Research Institute of Texas. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Appreciate you joining us always. You mean a lot to this program, and, and it's always nice to hear from you. What uh, what do we need to know about the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? Well, we have returned to normal hours. We have resumed our normal hours of 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. until daylight saving time ends in November. So 8 to 6. Thank heavens for the cooler weather. That is yes. the reason you've gone back to the normal hours. Yes. It was a beast out there. Had you noticed? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed you did. So anyway, what's your featured plant this week? This is one a lot well, of people don't know. And it's one of the most asked about plants in the garden. Uh, it is porterweed. Uh, Stachytophyta is the genus. Uh, it's a flowering annual in the verbena family. It is native to the trop- tropical Americas, uh, anywhere from Mexico south through Central and South America, even to Argentina as well as to many islands of the Caribbean. It grows about three to four feet tall and produces long, very narrow green spikes on which small verbena-like purple flowers appear that attract bees and butterflies. So this is a great plant for the pollinator garden. In fact, we feature it in our pollinator pathway. The flowers are deep purple. Uh, The flowers last a single day before wilting. 
It's a beautiful filler plant in a mixed border, combines very well with other colors, and is covered with butterflies, especially in the fall. So, again, this is a great plant for a pollinator uh, garden, and uh, we feature it in our garden. And, and, again, it's a very popular plant. Visitors are always wanting to know what it is. Steve, tell us where the pollinator – we talked about this last week. Tell us where the pollinator pathway is so folks who are coming to the Botanic Garden will be able to find it and observe it and take pictures and and take notes and all of that. Well, it's a long, winding garden between the Brit Building and the Garden Center. All right. So when you come in the entrance to the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, it will be – To the right. To the right, straight ahead of you, and to the right. And and straight ahead of you is the Botanic Garden Center building, and to the right is the Brit building, and it's the the pathway that goes between. And otherwise, you just follow all the things that are asking you where the pollinator pathway is. They'll be looking for it. They'll know where it is. I'll show you. Yes, and we have have plenty of interpretive signage through the pollinator pathway. The, The pathway really interprets the migration that many pollinators take, and it features the plant that they pollinate. So it's a, it's a wonderful educational garden as well as a beautiful aesthetic garden. Steve, how common is porter weed in nurseries? I don't know that it is, you know, and uh, and we always, you know, we take cuttings of it at the end of the season so that we have some for next year, and we always feature it in our conservatory when we have a butterfly exhibit because it's such a great pollinator plant. But it's one that nurseries ought to sell because it is just such a good plant. All right. Do you have it in your plant sale ever? Do you do you know I'm not trying to put you on the spot? Well, we should. And I think we've offered it occasionally, but we need to offer it more. Just a little hint there. Glad yes, I could indeed. help. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All you. All right. You need help. I know you need help. My help, especially. All right. And uh, what events do you have coming up? Well, today is, the, uh, is dog days in the garden. That is from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. Uh, hydration stations will be provided for the dogs all across the campus. Humans pay an admission price plus $5 for the dog. Of course, members get in free, but they must pay for their dog. And then they get a free bandana, so membership has its privileges. So that's Dog Days in the Garden today from 8 to 1. And then our Lightscape tickets are on sale. This is our Christmas light and sound show that premieres November 18th through January 8th. Uh, we've been told this event will attract 100,000 people. We've already sold more than 3,600 tickets, and we encourage people to buy their tickets early. Uh, So it's going to be a great event. Those are fun, and all of that information is available to you at the website, which is? fwbg.org. Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Let me see if I figure out how you got the website. fwbg.org, 24-hour information phone line for a recorded message. That is 817-463-4160. All right, and the most important information of all is how do they find you? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive, across from Trinity Park. All right, and I don't know that I've mentioned this very often. Open seven days a week? Yes. Okay. That, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, that probably ought to be mentioned once in a while, and I never think to ask. All right, Steve Huddleston from the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. My friend, I appreciate you. Well, thank you. Take care. Talk to you next Sunday. That is sponsored today by the great people of Mueller. Mueller Steel Buildings for Permanent Storage. Why would you want to pay every month for a temporary storage facility when you can own your own genuine Mueller building? Why? I can't answer it. Can you? Mueller's backyard buildings are easy to assemble, they're affordable, and they offer a permanent storage solution right in your own backyard.
backyard. With a variety of sizes available and more than 30 colors from which to choose, their backyard building kits complement any home or landscape. And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller Standard Series buildings are ready to go to work for you. They're fabulous. From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Get a free customized building estimate. And while you're there, click on their color selector tool to make choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. To find out more about Mueller Steel Buildings and Metal Roofing, call 877-2-MUELLER. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877 877- Two six eight three five five three, or you can visit them online. That's at MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. Mueller means great portable, uh, 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 permanent storage buildings. They're not portable; they're permanent. They are Mueller steel buildings for permanent storage. I'm Greg Polito with Callaway's in North Fort Worth. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Greg. Good friend and a fine, fine Texas certified nursery professional. He may be master certified nursery professional. I'm not sure. He's been with them a long, long time. If you need questions answered, he is a great one to go to. Let's start with our first call today. This would be Mark in Arlington. Mark, this is Neil. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. I've got a situation with moles, uh, and not uh, necessarily in the garden, but uh, just in the sod. And uh, I have tried those little green things, solar things that vibrate. I've um, put um, castor oil and dish soap uh, down the little holes, and nothing seems to work. Uh, the straight-line dead grass over the tunnels just seem to increase every day. Yeah, you need to and find the, the uh, you need to find the the traps at a farm supply store, and uh, get into the tunnel. Set the traps. They they will come with instructions. And uh, the moles will uh, dig to to get the tunnel cleared out, and they'll encounter the trap that way. I have never lived in a soft soil. I've always been heavy clay, so I haven't had the joys that you have. So I don't have firsthand experience with it. But but that is the way it's done. Um, I have that information in my frequently asked questions on my website uh, that I did a lot of research to to finish out because I had to had to do that but there's a lot of information online uh, from Texas A&M wildlife management and from almost every university but that's what everybody will say the the other stuff all the other things are either home remedies that are useless absolutely useless or they're gimmicks that are absolutely useless <laughs> it's just, I'm with you on that yeah yeah, and exactly. so the, the traps work uh, it's a little annoying and a little disgusting but you have to do it yeah. Any sp- any companies that you know of do that, uh, or is it uh, do it yourself? I'll bet there are no. I'll bet there are some uh, in an urban area like this. There probably are companies that specialize. I don't know though. I think the best okay. thing to do would be uh, one of two things. I'm really not. This is not my specialty. Uh, it's not landscape and horticulture. But but I'll bet you the, the places I would start with would be. Number one, I would look at the, the larger pest control companies and talk to them without obligating to anything and just ask if they do that. 
Uh, and then uh-huh. the second thing would be to contact the county extension office in Tarrant County. Um, I assume that I think all of Arlington's in Tarrant County. But anyway, I'd call the Tarrant County <laughs> Extension Office. At one point, they had a wildlife management uh, specialist in the county. If they don't, they have uh-huh. uh, they have uh, agents who uh, would would cover that territory and uh, who could uh, could could give you really good guidance and uh, they would be able to give you leads on who could help. Terrific. Wonderful. I do appreciate your time and always enjoy your show, Neil. Thank you. I do, too. Have a good day. Appreciate the call very much. Thank you, Mark. All right, Cheryl and McKinney, uh, we may have seen the same plant, uh, planting. I, I may have seen it yesterday. Bob and Garland, you're coming up next, the two of you, so stay with me, if you will. We have one open line right now at 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. There are five lines coming into this talk station, but uh, I asked Mike to take one of the lines and call another one of the lines, so we only use three of them. And that puts me on kind of thin ice because if I take a quick call, I can be out of calls pretty quickly if the calls are quick. But when I'm doing diagnostic work, I just don't want you on hold very long. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. That's my book, and I have a very special offer for you that will not last much longer. This is uh, good as long as I have fifth printing copies of my book. I'm trying to clear them all out, and I have marked them to $32.95. Listen to what you're going to get, and I will guarantee you that this book will pay for itself. You will say, I am glad I bought the book because I am... I'm now making money. I'm saving money because I bought the book. That's what you're going to say by the end of this calendar year, or I'll refund it and no questions asked. I've sold 75,000 copies, and not one soul has asked for a refund. That's why I'm confident that you'll be satisfied. The book is Chapter 1, Basics of Gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar. It's text, not grids. It's not like a wall calendar. It tells you when to plant prune, fertilize, and spray when to protect all of the plants that you're growing four pages per month of what you need to do in that month. Chapter 3 through 11, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. That's a huge amount of information on each one of those topics, 840 of my photographs, 344 pages, and more than 25 multi-page charts to help you find exactly the right plant for your needs in every one of those chapters. It's written on, it's uh, printed on high quality paper in Texas by Clear Visions in San Antonio, bound at Universal Book Bindery in San Antonio. This was not done in China like so many of the big publishing houses are doing now. That's why I wanted to self-publish this book, also so I could choose my own editor and my own graphic designer. The three of us, Cindy Smith and Carolyn Skye, and I put this book together for you. Satisfaction guaranteed, as I mentioned, available only from my website, only by calling my office. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Just $32.95. It will be $38.95. Get it immediately while that price is still in effect. You can call 1-800-752-GROW. 800-752-GROW. And call Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now from neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y 
www.advancedfoundationrepair.com. Will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. He is our pastor, and that's our church, and we are we love our church. First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. If you don't want to get out today, it live streams at 10.05 today, sharingtheheart.org. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. If you are trying to spiff up your house, you want it to look a little better, you need better window treatments than what you have if they're outdated, if they're not looking their best, then you need to look at sunburst shutters. If I can get you to look at them, I think you will buy them. That's my goal. Obviously, I want my customer, my client, sunburst shutters, to do a lot of business. And I know that if I can uh, get you to go to their showroom, or better yet, let them bring samples to your home and hold them up in your window, I will have done my job. They'll take it from there because the the shutters sell themselves. They're beautiful. These are plantation-style shutters, which means they're large louvers. Two and a half, that's the smallest one. Three and a half, that's the mid-sized one. That's what we have. And four and a half-inch louvers, those are really large. And there's a a perfect setting for those too. Larger the louver, the fewer lines you have when you open them. They're just beautiful, and they're made of poly wood, P-O-L-Y. It's a man-made material, no wood in it, so they don't crack or warp or split or peel, and they're color fast. They are fabulous, and every one of the sunburst shutters is made specifically for a given window, so they are perfectly fit. The windows are measured, and they are custom-made window by window. Let them come and hold them up in your windows, and you'll see what I mean. They're beautiful, they're functional, the most energy-efficient shutters in America. Sunburst Shutters, nice people. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214-343-2601. They'll give you directions to their showroom, or you can set an appointment where they'll come directly to you. 214-343-2601. 2601 sunburstshutters.com. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Ross with Cornelius in Houston, and now back to Neil. When I was growing up in College Station, it was always a treat to get to go to Cornelius Nurseries in Houston. And lo and behold, the Callaway's folks, when Sterling Cornelius wanted to retire, bought his nurseries and left his name on those nurseries. And that's two legacies together, and that's the best. Thank you, Ross. Let's go to Cheryl and McKinney. Cheryl, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. We have a swimming pool in our backyard that has a wall across the back of the pool that's probably 35 feet Mm -hmm. long. And on that wall, we have green mound juniper 
growing. Okay. It's been in for about 10 years. Uh, part of the wall sort of curves and is a little more shaded, but the 20 feet of it is straight and in more sun. And that area has really yellowed and browned the juniper. And I wondered, is that from lack of water or from the heat and the sun? And will it come back? Okay, well, it wouldn't be from the heat and the sun. The junipers can handle that. Um, as far as lack of water, it could be that. Let me go back and <laughs> clean up a comment I made going into the last break. I said we may be talking about the same plants. I promise you I was not spying over the top of your back fence. I saw oh, no. some green mound yesterday that were brown as toast uh, in McKinney. Oh. I live in McKinney, and I was running some errands yesterday afternoon after I finished my broadcast, and I saw a, a ground cover bed, but it was in a public setting. And so I thought maybe you had seen the same one. So I uh, just wanted to clarify that. Um, okay. I, I, I don't carry my periscope with me normally. So anyway. <laughs> That's very um, funny. Yeah. Green Mound uh, this year has suffered from drought just like all the other. Uh, let me see. I, I, this doesn't pass spell check on my iMac. Shallowly rooted plants. Anything that has very shallow roots, if it missed a, a few days of being watered, could have dried up. And so that okay. is a possibility. But there's another very great possibility with the trailing junipers. They are very subject to uh, spider mites. Um, and the spider mites that attack junipers actually start earlier uh, than any other spider mites that I know of. They'll start in February and March. Um, and, and they'll attack not only the trailing junipers, but also some of the upright junipers. Um, we have a... I won't embarrass them because it was many years ago, but there's a restaurant still in business in McKinney that we uh, uh, used to go to pretty often with our kids. Not a not a fast food children's restaurant, but a, a popular restaurant with families. And they had a, a bed of uh, trailing juniper. And uh, I finally, after a week or so of looking at them, I went back in and said to the manager, you really need to do something about that bed. You're going to lose it within another week. It's just loaded with spider mites, and I took a sheet of white paper and thumped it over uh, that white paper, and he could see the tiny, tiny, almost microscopic mites just going all over the paper. And he got okay. them treated, and he lost some of the bed, but he treated, he replanted and got the bed saved. Uh, you might still do that if you have some of the bed that's still green. You could take some white paper out before it starts to rain and, and clip off a little twig that's turning brown and thump it and see if you see any spider mites that would be the way you could could tell for sure okay uh, but that is a uh, we did clip part of it yesterday we didn't see any i uh, we did you, have, you won't see them you won't see them unless you flip you put it on white paper on white paper they are you could put 20 of them uh, this is not an exaggeration on the head of a pin side by side shoulder to shoulder they're that tiny we recently uh, had a sprinkler head replaced on the section that's yellowed, and it's supposed to be a sprinkler head that's going to do a better job, but I think it probably wasn't hitting the root system well enough. That may if, well be. If water is the issue, will it green back, or do we need to Only pull time it will tell. Only time will okay. tell. If it's brown, probably not. I have a newscast I must hit right now, but, okay. but time will tell and just see what happens. 
Thank you, Neil. You betcha. Good luck. All right, folks, we'll be back after the news. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. Heavy rain forecast for the next three days. Could cause flooding in North Texas. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. Bridge work has completely shut down north and southbound Highway 360 between Brown Boulevard and Six Flags Drive. And also a road construction project in Dallas has shut down north and southbound 635 between Forest Lane and Royal Miller. Both of those should be uh, picked up back in some operation at least by Monday morning. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Cloudy today. Showers and storms are coming probably this afternoon. The high 86. Monday will be cloudy with a lot of showers and storms. 81 will be our high. Tuesday, cloudy showers and storms may taper off late Tuesday. High temperature, 82. Right now, 77 degrees in Dallas, 78 in Fort Worth. The National Weather Service has issued a flood watch for much of North Texas. Intense rainfalls expected across two dozen counties today through Tuesday, and that includes Dallas, Collin, Denton, and Tarrant counties. Two to five inches of rain may fall, generally along and north of Interstate 20. Some areas could get as much as eight inches of rain. The Weather Service says the greatest risk for flooding will occur Sunday night, that is tonight, and then all day tomorrow. Police are looking for a hit-and-run driver who ran down and killed a woman in northwest Dallas early Saturday morning and then left the scene. The woman's body was found in the traffic lanes of North Walton Walker Boulevard, near Northwest Highway. According to investigators, her body was more than 400 feet from the spot where she was first hit. Police say they're having difficulty with this. There were no witnesses to the collision and no vehicle with the kind of damage that must have been sustained has yet been found. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will come along at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP. 99.5 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now. I went to the Wild Birds store in McKinney yesterday afternoon, and they told me that they have had a real run on bird feed and bird feeders. And the reason is there's nothing out there for the birds, folks. It's been so dry that the the natural food, the the weeds and the seeds and the berries aren't there that normally would be there for them. So it's up to you and it's up to me to help feed the wild birds in our environment. Now, to talk about wild birds in uppercase, these are the stores, wild uh, stores, Wild Birds Unlimited. There are three of them that join together to sponsor this broadcast and my other work and, and eGardens, my electronic newsletter. I love these stores, and you will too. I'll tell you the addresses of the three in just a moment. And uh, you need to look at their seed cylinders. I bought a new feeder. I have three already. I want to put one more up because there has been such a huge 
uh, call for the bird seed out in the country where we live. We had 18 birds on the three feeders that I had yesterday at one time, and that included all the songbirds and the woodpeckers and the cardinals, and, well, that's a songbird, but all the all the birds, they're molting right now. They're all brown and gray right now. You can hardly tell them apart as they get their new feathers for the winter time. They need the feed right now. They need your help. See what Wild Birds has. They are four steps above all the other places you might buy your bird seed. Look at the blends that they have and how carefully researched they are. Look at the feeders they have and how well made they are. Hummingbird feeders. The hummingbirds activity at our feeders this year has been so much more than ever. Wild Birds Unlimited. David's store in the Park Cities, he's been there many years, 5715 West Lover's Lane, next to Nichols and Harding Nursery and Garden Center. That's just about a block west of the tollway. Ron's brand new store. He is so proud of that store. He'd been in the old location 18 or 19 years. Now he's at 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway, over by the old Medallion Center. And boy, that's a Beautiful new store. Birdie's store in McKinney voted store of the year a couple of times recently. At three, That's in the nation. 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb in McKinney. That's where I went yesterday. You're going to love these stores. The uh, website, wbu.com slash dfw. Wild Birds Unlimited. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. Constant need for information. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. Callaway's Nursery invites you to explore their stores and be inspired with their beautiful selection of colorful plants for your flower beds and containers. Take a leisurely morning stroll to start your day off right. They'll open at 9 o'clock this morning. Discover the bright, long-lasting colors of Cora, XDR, Vinca, Lantanas, Purslane, and more. You'll find six-inch generous plants for $6.99 on sale now for 30% off. They have a great variety and everything you need to refresh your garden with a cool splash of color. Get ready for the fall. These amazing plants can soak up the sun, shrug off the heat, and keep on blooming. It's not fall yet. We have a lot of summer yet ahead. If you want help getting all your new treasures planted, Callaway's Nursery offers a pick-and-plant service for when you want to shop for your favorites and let professionals do the work. That way you can stay cool and have more time to enjoy the outdoors. Simply visit any of their neighborhood locations to select your trees, shrubs, and annual color. Speak with one of their garden services advisors to make sure you have everything you need and schedule your date. When they arrive, show them the right spot for your new additions and they'll have them planted in no time. Shop at any of their community stores, including that new store, that beautiful store in Prosper, or order online at Callaways.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week at nine so you can shop early. That's Callaways Nursery. Life lived beautifully. Callaways.com. News Talk 820, WVAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WVAP.com. For the finest in tree care, it's Arborological Services, the only 
tree people who will ever touch our trees at the Sperry House. They'll be coming out in the next few weeks. They have been serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters all selected as Texas Arborist of the Year. That's a singular award that's given to one person per year, and they have three of them on their staff. And uh, that's pretty remarkable, and they're all deserved. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. These are college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. They really know what they're doing. Why do you need that level of, uh, of training and background and experience to take care of trees? Because your trees represent the biggest part of your landscape investment. And if the care is done improperly, your trees can suffer mightily. One bad pruning job and your trees could be ruined. Decay can set in and you can lose a tree that otherwise could flourish for decades longer. Arborological Services will do it right. Call them. They're a local company completely. They have a toll-free number. Sounds like some big national company, but they strictly are local. They know the trees. They know the climate. 866 552-7267. On the web, it is arborological.com, spelled phonetically A-R-B-O-R-I, then logical. It's not a cutesy word. That's a serious forestry term. Arborological Services. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at The Tree Experts. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Rob from the Preston Road Store in Plano, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Rob. That's uh, one of their biggest stores, and that uh, says that they have a lot of confidence in Rob, as well they should. Let's go to Bob in Garland. Bob, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you, and thanks for uh, thanks for waiting on me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I've got... Uh, a mix of St. Augustine and Bermuda. And, uh, of course, I had been turning brown with, with the summer we've had. Then after the uh, the rain, uh, a lot of it greened up. I still have some real large patches that are brown. Uh, one patch is almost kind of a rusted color uh, or, or just a darker brown, I guess. Uh, and I looked at it, and, and it just, it just, it's all dead. So I didn't know if that was just still from the heat or if there's grubs or what might be going on all right and that is probably all saint augustine that is still uh, uh brown still dead right or dead not not still yeah, it dead. Looks if like it's it. dead it's dead yeah yeah um my guess would be uh that you uh it, it could have gotten too dry i mean if you just didn't water those areas maybe maybe you couldn't get the sprinkler to it or maybe water curtailments yeah, no, cause you uh, or another thing that that happens is that uh um well anyway the the thing that so many people what i was going to say in e-gardens this past week and in the saint augustine diagnostics that i have on my website on the home page um i've i've been commenting that a lot of people assume that the heat and the drought have caused their St. Augustine to, quote, burn up. And in reality, simultaneous with the hot and dry weather, chinch bugs have moved in. And, and where people were thinking the lawn just was so dry and they'd water it and it didn't respond, 
the chinch bugs were taking a serious toll on it. I've seen hundreds of lawns where I knew that was happening. I have some areas of my, it's not really a lawn, it's a hillside where I put some fill soil and had a little St. Augustine. It's an area where I really don't care what I have. It's not part of our landscape. And I know chinch bugs got into that, and, and I've observed, I've been watching that happen. Uh, so I'm living it firsthand. I, I had no interest in putting any insecticides up there because I'm not watering it either, but I knew it was chinch bug damage. So that that may well be what it is, uh, Bob. You might be able to, before the rain, you might be able to go out and see if there's uh, chinch bug activity at the uh, perimeter of that area now. I don't know if they would still show up or not. You don't really see them until it's a hot, dry afternoon uh, in the in the edge of the dead area, not in the dead grass. They they move on. They migrate. But I'll bet that's okay. what it was. Okay. So should I treat that, or will it will it go away? Or well, let me let me rephrase. Chinch bugs uh, do most of their damage in the hottest, driest part of the yard in the hottest part of the summer. Uh, when we turn the corner in September and it begins to get cooler, they kind of shut up shop for this year. Uh, if you still have, if it turns hot again after this spell passes, um, then there's a potential for more damage from them. But I, my guess would be that 95% of their damage has been done for this year. Treating the dead grass isn't going to do a bit of good because it's not going to come back. It's dead. You'll have to replant those areas. Whether it died from okay. too little water or from chinch bugs, you're going to have to replant those areas. Um, okay. And, and uh, next year, chinch bugs would come back to the very same area. I've had to tell a lot of people this. I, let me refer you to that page on my website. Uh, it's just the home page. It's St. Augustine Diagnostics. I forgot to mention okay. this at the beginning of the program. And you can see the photos and you can compare because chinch bug damage looks unlike any other damage. It's just a total devastation of a, an area of the lawn. Mm -hmm. it, uh, let yeah. me give you one clue that will maybe help you. They will always be in full sun. You'll never see chinch bug damage back under the trees. You can right. see other yeah. things showing up, like gray leaf spot. You'll see back under trees, but you won't see chinch bugs under the trees. Yep, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, I'll bet that's it. It's beautiful, and yeah. Yeah, I'll bet that's it. So I think probably at this point what I would do is just uh, ride it out. There are a lot of lawns in, in Garland and everywhere that look the same way. I don't think anybody's going to fine you for having a bad-looking lawn because most of us do. And uh, just ride it out until spring and, and then in April uh, plug some new St. Augustine into those areas and be mindful that next summer probably – First of July, you need to start watching. The first clue that you have that chinch bugs have come back will be that the lawn turns that insipid green color that looks like it needs to be watered. The blades will fold, they'll be glossy uh, green, and they'll be folded. And you'll water it one night, and the next morning, it won't look any better. And you'll say, oh, watering didn't help. And that's when you need to get down on your hands and knees and look for chinch bugs. If you look at my website, you'll see what they look like and you'll know okay, what you're looking great. for. All right. All Good right. luck with them. I appreciate your call. Thanks. All right. Let me see what else we have. Please, uh, folks, on the St. Augustine Diagnostics, start with the with my website, neilsperry.com, and that might help you with a lot of them. Uh, we'll come back to Luther at Pelican Bay and Sharon in Ellis County. Stay with me, if you would, friends, and uh, we'll 
deal with with uh, their questions too. Have another hour, so we deal with a lot of other questions. Neil's phrase Lone Star Gardening is my book, and uh, I'll be signing tonight and uh, tomorrow. I take the books myself to the post office. When you self-publish, you get to do a lot of things that are are really kind of fun, but they do get repetitious. And the Tuesday to the post office is one of those things. I actually rather enjoy it unless it's 106 degrees. And uh, so I take my two-wheeler dolly and in and out and in and out. I go with my loads of books. And I'm I'm really pleased. And one of the fun things is putting the labels on the uh, boxes to see where they're going. They go all across the state of Texas. It's kind of like my vacation uh, in my mind to, to see where the books are going. This book has 11 chapters. It covers every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in the state of Texas. And I was very careful as I wrote it to make sure that somebody in southeast Texas or somebody in the Panhandle or in the mountains of uh, uh, Brewster County, uh, anybody would, would gain from it and, uh, and find it to be on track for them. And so I think you'll find that. So whether it's uh, landscapes, lawns, whether it's uh, flowers, annual and perennial flowers or fruit or vegetables, whatever it is, it's covered in this book. I spent a whole year writing this book. I was able to hire the editor of my choice, Carolyn Skye, and the graphic designer of my choice, Cindy Smith. They both were ladies with whom I had worked for years prior, and I knew that they were the best in their fields. And so it was a joy to do this book. Now, I offer it to you at $32.95. It will be $38.95 once this summer special on the fifth printing is, uh, is gone. The sixth printing is waiting. And uh, it's essentially the very same as two paragraphs that are different because I I did make mention of the extreme cold of February 2021. But otherwise, the very same book. I sign every copy before I take them to the post office, before I put them in the boxes. So that's what you're getting, and I'd love to have one signed for you. You buy them. They're not in stores, not on Amazon. You either buy them from my website, which is neilsperry.com, or you call my office Monday through Friday. The website's the better way because you get it done that way. But the office phone number is 800-752-GROW. Now, it's that toll-free number. That's easy to remember. And GROW is easy to remember, G-R-O-W. You just have to remember the middle part, which is 752 so it's 800-752-G-R-O-W or neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock and more to experience what whiz stone can do their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration the skilled professionals at whiz stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted 
Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Advanced Foundation Repair. I uh, would not want to be a foundation on the black clay soil. This this would be a rough ride all summer long. The foundations have been pulled and, and pulled and pulled and pulled as the soil shrank. You know, there were some cracks that were big enough to turn an ankle in. And uh, now the soils are swelling. They're going the opposite direction. If we get some rain, it will be quite the opposite. It will swell and swell and swell. And the foundations get pinched and pinched and pinched. You know the signs of a bad foundation in your house. That's when you have doors that don't work properly. That's when you have windows that don't open and shut properly. Doors that uh, drift shut, for example, or they get stuck shut. That happens. So those are those are reasons that you need to have advanced foundation repair come out and do their very thorough analysis of your foundation. They have very uh, very uh, precise equipment, sophisticated equipment that can tell you where the problems are, if there are problems, and what they are, the magnitude of those problems. Uh, there are plenty of times that they will tell a homeowner, you don't have foundation problems. We detect no issue at all. The foundation is nice and smooth and level and no problem. And then there are times, like the time in our sunroom, when they say, yeah, you have a problem. You have a crack that's an inch wide under all that carpet padding. And uh, here is where it, uh, where the fault is. And uh, we can, we can uh, bring that together and make your house whole once again. And they did. They got it done in short order. That's another thing that's really nice is they do their work quickly and they do it affordably. And they guarantee it for the lifetime of the house. That guarantee is transferable from owner to owner to owner. They pioneered so many innovations for their industry. I have said it many times. They have earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. Phone number is melodic. It's uh, easy to remember. 214 214- Three 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 zero 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 three. That's advanced foundation repair on the web. It's foundationrepairs.com. That's plural. Did I emphasize it enough? Foundationrepairs.com. Two one four three 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 zero 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 three. Advanced foundation repair. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Marshall Sapolsky from the North Arlington Callaways. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Spray's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Marshall. All right. Let's go back to our phone lines. We go to Luther at Pelican Bay. Luther, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you, sir? I'm well. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I've got a... But my backyard is real sandy soil, soft sandy soil. And I have the majority of it is Bermuda with a small patch of... St. Augustine that the little dog likes to keep fertilized. But my question is, I have a whole lot of bare spots. And what would be the best time to and the best manner in which to reseed those to get them to grow some Bermuda back over them? Probably would not be a good idea to seed them. It would be better to get okay. some, some plugs out of your existing Bermuda and plug that in. And uh, May would be the ideal time. It's not hot yet. 
and yet the okay. Bermuda is greened up and growing at that point. Okay, rather Seed, than pull plugs out of what I've got, can you buy, uh, you know, sod plugs of... Uh, you can, um, but there is a risk that you'll get some other type of Bermuda, and uh, uh, you have common Bermuda. Is that is that what you have now? Did you buy yeah. common Bermuda seed? Common is a is a name of a Bermuda selection. It's not it's not a disparaging description. It's it's actually what turf people will call the the regular native Bermuda grass. Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. And that's what you have? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can probably go to a sod yard and, and tell them that you want common Bermuda, and they'll, they'll know what you mean. Okay. Um, the, the worst thing you can get in a Bermuda lawn, the absolute worst thing you can get in Bermuda is another kind of Bermuda. Okay. Um, back before the Rangers kept trading ballparks every 10 years, uh, <laughs> they were at Arlington Stadium. And there was a patchwork out in center field. They knew they were moving, and it didn't matter. They just needed some sod to cover some areas. And it looked like a patchwork quilt when I, when I <laughs> sit in my cheap seats and look out there, and, and it, you could see all the different kinds of Bermuda grass. And so you need to be careful. That's why I always recommend that you, that you dig your own grass. But, and usually you can harvest it from right along a fence or along a sidewalk where it doesn't matter. The plugs okay. don't have to be very big. They can be four inches wide, and uh, it'll fill it back in very quickly in, in uh, May and June. But that's up to you. Well, let me ask you this. I've been taking my grass clippings from my Bermuda and just kind of spreading them over the bare spots. Would I need to till that in? or Clippings won't have the runners that you need. Right. I just I just did that to keep my lawnmower from sucking up all the dust every time I you know, ran it over those small areas. Right. Why are the bare spots there? Is this the, the infamous this dog? Vacant. Yeah, I bought this place in 2019, and it was a vacant lot for a long, long time. And well. I don't, they dumped sand, dumped old soil back here, what, and they, they leveled it out. And I'm surprised I got this much grass to grow back within two and a half years, to be honest with you. How large are the bare, the, the, how large is the biggest bare spot? Biggest bare spot's probably 12 foot. It's kind of a triangle. It's about 12 foot on either side, either okay. side of the triangle. Well, Luther, the problem in seeding is that the seed is so tiny that usually what mm -hmm. happens, uh, the seed washes and ends up over there against the existing grass. It's all on right. one side. That's why the plugs are probably annoying, but a whole lot more dependable. Okay. Well, would I still need to till the the mulch that I've put down on top of them before I? I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it down. I'd I'd plant right into the existing soil. I'd keep that mulch okay. off for a while. Uh, okay. I'm a believer in mulch, but use it somewhere else, just not there. Gotcha. Hey Neil, uh, while I got you on the line, that gentleman that called in about the mold problem, yes, I sir. have a very serious mold problem, and the only way that you can get rid of them, there, I mean traps don't work. They're extremely territorial. Now, the only thing they're after is your grubs. You put down grub X or a good uh, grub cure, get rid of the grubs, and they go to your next-door neighbor, and that's the only way that's, you can control that's, them. That's a fair comment. I, I think the traps will work, but that may be a good starting point to, uh, to get you very much started. I appreciate that, Luther, very much. Thank you, sir. 
Have a great day. Got to run. There comes the newscast music. So, but thank you very much. Sharon in Ellis County, please don't give up on me. I'll help you with the webworms. And Robert in Dallas, I can really help you with large live oaks that you want to move. Please just lay the phone down for a couple minutes and we'll get the news done and be right back on the other side. Neil Sperry here. Stay tuned, please.